welcome to Tetatet Amdavadma. And our special guest this evening is uh, none other than Niladri Kumar. It's a great, great honor for me to have him here on the show. Uh, we haven't met for quite some time. And it's really fun to have you here. And something completely different from his usual music talk. So this is going to be, I think, also different for him to answer questions that normally are not uh, raised, you know, at interviews that he goes to. I'd like to ask you, uh, start off with this question. Um, so as a musician, you're very, very concerned about your the way you present yourself visually. You know, how your posters are designed, how your website is, how your uh, albums and your clothes, all of this, you're very concerned and you're very, you know, on top of things on this. So um, is it that uh, you kind of see visuals when you play your music or is it the music that gives you the visuals? Okay. Uh, thanks for uh, Gauriji for having me. And uh, uh, I really don't know uh, uh, whether I should be the person answering the questions here with uh, all uh, you great designers and people who are learning to uh, design and uh, from the design school. Uh, I'd like to rather be on the other side asking questions than answering them. But uh, since you uh, have uh, uh, pointed out that I'm very particular about design and stuff like that. Well, um, I love design. Art and design is like communication. So just like music is. So you have to communicate. And uh, just like a design speaks, sometimes uh, you look at a piece of artwork or a painting. Yeah, so design is uh, particularly uh, for me, it inspires me. When I was uh, much younger, of course, I never understood much about design. And uh, I would create a piece of music and then uh, uh, I would look at what it's wanting what am i wanting to say with it visually and then maybe uh, look at the artwork but now as i'm growing uh, 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 aging really fast uh, i think i think the design uh, there, there are designs there is art that inspires me to do music also so i've been working on one album for a very long time but actually that album the seed of that work was uh, based on a visual that came in my mind with a title. So that's how I started working on the... Uh, so it was a little bit like a, a reverse working process. And I enjoyed that. So I guess uh, it's a very important uh, communication design. So you have some videos that are very visual where it's very obvious that there is a story being told along with the music. Mm -hmm. And it's very illustrated. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, sometimes uh, it could be a little bit more illustrated than it should be, because uh, in this vast uh, jungle that we are, something that catches the eye is uh, something that uh, is is vibrant in a way. Yes. And uh, but essentially, I I am not that into uh, trying to. Uh, catch the eye or please but then when you are for example if you're designing a cd cover there, i mean there used to be a time when there was music stores where you would go and buy cds so apart from uh, uh, people going and fetching an artist that they actually want to listen to they actually almost are uh, looking through the albums the same way as people are surfing through the net 
nowadays on social media. So something that catches the eye uh, in terms of design and color and writing and whatever it might be, you might you have a chance that you will get that few seconds from uh, that person who you're wanting to reach out to. So if I'm honest, that's how I picked up your first album, Sitar Gaze. Well, you did? Yeah. So uh, I was walking through Crosswords and it just caught my eye and I picked it up. It was my dad's birthday and I picked it up as a gift for him. Really? And after that, I don't know how many CDs I bought of the same uh, yeah. for myself and to hand out to people. So definitely the visual uh, matters a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. The uh, question that we cannot avoid, of course, what brought about the Zitar? Did you kind of visualize it first or think about it as an in extra instrument? Uh, how did you, uh, you know, select the material to uh, design it? Did you have a designer with you on board? Uh, <laughs> designer, no. Uh, zitar, actually, uh, I don't know if I can answer that uh, uh, without telling you the whole story of but in just to put it in short uh, you don't come up with something that happens overnight so i guess uh, there are things that you have lived in your life and experienced in your life that kind of takes some way of manifesting and zitar is that story but uh, just to put it uh, very uh, practically zitar is an electric sitar so much before i uh, you know, realized what I was doing and uh, where it would actually result in. I always uh, was interested in, uh, you know, trying to get as much possibility of having sounds, the, uh, you know, the plethora of sounds that is there. If there is any way I could access that when I was growing up and uh, I couldn't because I was uh, uh, playing sitar. And then eventually when I started playing uh, as a young adult in the Hindi film industry, I was exposed to orchestration and people, uh, more than 50 to 100 musicians coming together and playing one piece of music and things like that. And then again, that, uh, you know, that urge to have access to sounds was rekindled. And at that point, uh, I was a little bit more informed as to how is it possible to get to the physics of getting an electric instrument. But that again took time because uh, way back in the 90s, uh, still, you know, to source things from abroad was a task, not like how it is now. So you actually either if only when you traveled, you could bring in something and then you didn't have that much of research that you could do over the net of what things to buy. So you had to be lucky to go to the right store which had those things or you, d you didn't know what you needed, actually. So you were ex you had to experiment. So all that put together, uh, finally, uh, I actually borrowed one of my dad's old sitar. And I decided to experiment on my dad's sitar, not on my sitar. Let me be honest with you. My dad had no clue what I was doing. But one care that I took is that I never drilled or uh, kind of made any incursions into the instrument into the wood because the wood is the main thing with the instrument so i always did everything over it so whether if i had to screw something in which was usually screwed in i would use velcro and sticking tape to stick it in rather than uh, welding it in or screwing it in so uh, things like that and uh, 
eventually uh, I got the smaller instrument which I turned electric and I started playing people used to get a little confused because both the instruments one little larger and one little smaller looked the same because it was wood and it had the same ornamentation and stuff like that and it looked pretty much the same that's when I realized that I have to change the visual impact of it and I decided to do something which is considered sacrilegious. You can't do this to you paint an instrument. So I said, no, I'll paint it. So I remember the first initial reactions of whoever did it. So you will kill the sound. I said, that's exactly what I wanted to do because it's, it's an electric instrument. And that's how that color red and the what it is that you see today is uh, what it came up to be. How many of them have you made in the meantime? I just, I just have two. Okay. I just have two. One that uh, was my uh, real, the very first one, and then I just have one more. I just have two. Okay, but it's quite iconic now. It's part of you. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of people who, who play that, and they're different colors, I believe, and different kinds, and uh, different, slight different shapes, and uh, people try to do their own. Uh, little bit of experimentation with it so that's good um in your opinion do you think that musicians uh, require the support uh, from designers in various areas uh, it could be of course as we spoke about your visual communication but i can imagine also for that you need let's say good photographers uh, the kind of auditoriums that you play in you must be having some favorite one because the sound is just better there or the lights are better there um, what is your preference for a backdrop, for example? You know, I, I noticed once that you told me that, you know, this LED thing completely kills the musician's presence in the front because it's taking the visual away. So what is your opinion on these kind of things? Well, I think uh, 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 every form of art and every form of artwork which is considered to be part of entertainment uh, should be treated differently. So, uh, in certain kind of uh, entertainment and art, uh, the LEDs and those large screens and those roving lights and all that works, and it it kind of enhances the performance of the performer. But in in the Indian classical scenario, probably it doesn't, and uh, it probably kind of it could be very distracting. And uh, where, whereas uh, you know sometimes uh, when i go to a performance and i see they have erected this huge stage with this huge uh, infrastructure of lights and uh, sound and sound the bigger the sound the greater the sound i love it because uh, finally uh, i'm a little geek with sound but with lights i say you don't need these many lights and then you know uh, because you have that much option and you want to use them uh, they try and, you know, try and do different things. You know, if you're going faster, then they will have this kind of different kind of blinkers and lights which move fast. And uh, I always tell them, you know, uh, let me do the performance. And let the light be steady. So that, um, uh, because if both the light and the artist is performing together, then uh, it could be uh, very uh, annoying at times. But, uh, I, having said that, uh, there's not one rule that works. Sometimes very aesthetically done up lights with LEDs. Uh, a very artistic, simple backdrop also with just lights could work. Uh, sometimes 
just uh, flower decorations work a lot with uh, certain uh, kind of occasions and music and uh, so it really depends on uh, what is the occasion what is the kind of music what is the kind of atmosphere that that music will create and what is the kind of experience you want to give finally to the audience but unfortunately people don't think so much you know they they don't you know uh, don't want to delve so deep into a performance uh, like if they did and some people do and it works and uh, finally with our kind of music especially with indian music we could have the the best leds and lights and stage and uh, decoration and maybe even uh, moving images and stuff like that but if the music is and sound is not appealing enough and good enough then it goes for a pass um so typically what the design community would also want to know you travel a lot and you have to take your instruments with you everywhere you go how do you get the box that keeps it safe when you travel uh, well, do you need help for that that's a great question actually uh, i haven't found a box which is to my liking and which is safe yet uh, i thought i did because uh, uh, i had researched all over uh, europe and japan and probably anywhere where the internet can could have taken me as to if someone could make a sitar case for me and uh, finally believe it or not which is i which is why i have a lot of faith uh, in things that happen in india i found a gentleman who has his workshop in the interiors of maharashtra and he actually lives in mumbai half the time and uh, he works with that material that i wanted to uh, source for the box and that is carbon fiber the one that you make these formula 1 race cars the shuttle space shuttles have very many components of that because it's supposed to be very very strong at the same time very light and uh, he and he uh, also told me that he had manufactured a lot of uh, cello cases which are sold abroad but it actually was made in india i said this couldn't have been better for me so he made one case for me and uh, i thought that i don't have a mclaren or a ferrari but my sitar has one now you know in the form of uh, this carbon fiber case and i was really uh, kicked about it until i took one international flight i don't know how they managed to do what because once you have checked in the instrument and you have you have these innumerable fragile stickers and handled with care and it's just that you're not going down and selling them please on a sticker but it means that and uh, but still they just managed to i don't know uh, mishandle it or, or not take care of it and it did break uh, twice and so i have uh, i haven't found a case yet which is like um, check it in and forget about it you know so you always praying that when you the first thing i do is always remove my instrument and check whenever whenever i arrive the first thing if i'm going into a hotel i'm waiting to go to the hotel and check the instrument so this is an opportunity for uh, let's say designers young designers in oh India. yeah i mean there there are there are a bunch of uh, things as uh, a business opportunity if someone has uh, some knowledge of how to mold uh, and work with carbon fiber or things which are very very strong but light in weight i mean you could actually uh, uh, change how people travel and use 
uh, traveling gear because instruments have to be traveled. I mean, so much so the hassle of traveling instruments with Western instruments is uh, becomes so large that you actually the musicians prefer hiring the instruments from the cities that they travel. But we can't because uh, uh, and we should not also. So you have these special instruments that all these uh, musicians who play all over the world and uh, different size, different shapes, different requirements, different points, uh, which is delicate. So you need to harden those points. You need to support those points in the instrument more than the others. At the same time, it should look good. I mean, it's not that you're making a coffin case that has to last for 100 years or something. Yeah. Um. Another thing about you I have always noticed is that you're quite trendy with the clothes you wear on stage. Really? Yeah. I, I've heard complaints from a lot of people, you only wear white. So I said, okay, I'll start wearing only black till you say, oh, you only wear black. Anyways, yeah. Seeing you for formal occasions, you want, you know, proper kurta pajama and for more funky ones, you want this where you have this embroidery on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, what are your kind of fashion requirements? Well, that that was just uh, when I was uh, working on, uh, uh, I was launching this album privately. And I happened to have this designer friend. And uh, I I was very, com I grew up wearing t-shirts. You see, uh, in Mumbai, uh, we don't wear kurta pajama very regularly going into colleges and workplaces. So, I, I'm, I grew up wearing t-shirt and whatever uh, trousers jeans so i always wanted a kurta which was of the hoisery material of the t-shirt material and more so that more so the t-shirt fit yeah fit of a t-shirt so i always used to tell people like you know the moment you wear a kurta you're you're just um, uh, uh, you're like you you start looking like different sized penguins but it's just the same thing you know unless you have a uh, lot of design happening on the kurta. So I said, why not just try and look it like a t-shirt? And so it takes the shape of your body and then it, it kind of, it's comfortable as well. Sure. So uh, that's the thought process that started with. And she actually uh, worked on that uh, because I, I believe that with hoisery material, you need a different machine to stitch. And they don't stitch one or two pieces. So they were very kind enough. I've, I've really had very, I've been lucky to get a lot of kind people in my life who have made a lot of ex exceptions with me. And then she actually uh, got a few uh, stitched. And one of them was, uh, uh, this of course came from uh, that side that, you know, it's just a plain uh, thing. Do you want something on it? I said, it doesn't matter. I mean, so that priority was written with that embroidery. So that became kind of, uh, from far you really couldn't make out because it was all crumpled up. Yes. So it seemed like a design and it worked. And um, I believe a lot of musicians, uh, some of whom who have been courageous enough to ask me directly, but indirectly I've got a lot of messages. So where did you get this from? I said, you have to have that one machine who wants to make that one or two kurtas like that. No, I'm sure we have uh, a lot of designers here also yeah. from the fashion background and they, I think, would be only too happy and honored 
to do some funky stuff for you. No, no. I mean, uh, in, in spite of the happiness and honor, I, which I really uh, appreciate. But it, I think it, uh, there is time for, <clears throat> uh, it's time that you start thinking because kurtas can be really trendy. The kurta and the churidar, I think, uh, can be really, it has so much potential, so much scope. And it can it can go places. It just needs that little uh, shift of way of looking at it. So Anuj is here, and he's uh, has a company called Button Masala. I already like it. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of buttoned you up. And I love the name already, Button Masala. It's perfect. Yeah. So uh, we'll be in touch, mm -hmm. and we'll see what we can do with Button Masala for Nanathri Kumar. <laughs> there was also a question about uh, art. And I know that you kind of, uh, like you said also, that you're very uh, happy with art. So uh, what, which artists would you choose um, if they were to represent you? I'll give you some names. Salvador Dali, Leonardo da Vinci, Raja Ravi Varma, Raza, or M.F. Hussain. Oh, uh, uh, so... I mean, I love all these artists. There's, there's, I mean, forget love. I mean, I, I, I'm in awe of uh, the work all of that all of them. But what is the first half of the question? I, I didn't get the artist that would portray. If you had to be able to use any of these for your... Oh, uh, my God. Oh, if I had been able to use. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, even half of them would do. You know, I forget <laughs> the full... Uh, Dali or the full uh, Da Vinci or Hussein Saab or uh, Raza. I mean, uh, I think uh, the Indian artist, especially the Indian artist of the period of the 19th century. I mean, Ravi, uh, Raja Ravi Varmaji was what, 19th yes. century? Yes. Or early 20th century? Early 20th. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, they, they deserve global recognition like the other artists. I, I feel that as a art lover that they, they deserve somewhere. Uh, and of course, there are contemporary painters on in the 19th century, uh, Indian country, whether it was Raza, Gaitonde, Hussain Saab, and you know, all these people, they, they deserve much more global. Right? They, of course, did much more than the, their predecessors, but they deserve much more. And, uh, I really don't know who would be able to. Uh, uh, who, I think anyone will do. I mean, if who I'm, if, who would not work? Let's say, put it, turn it around a bit. Who would you absolutely not want? No one. No one would. Okay. I mean, everyone has such a beautiful, unique way of communicating what they have to communicate, which is why, uh, as I said, you know, uh, finally they're communicating, like they are speaking to you through their art. They're saying something. And each one of them has something different to say. So I I think it it would be stupid for me to say, no, this one, no. It, and it's crazy. I mean, I mean, just the thought. What a question. I've never thought about this. <laughs> that uh, if I had to get them to uh, work something. Um, so what's your preference? Would you like um, geometrical designs, uh, Bold strokes, colors, or soft colors, or uh, would you like pencil, charcoal, color, paint, digitally? What What would you, uh, you know, kind of, even if you had to say all of it, but then prioritize a little bit 
Well, that's so tough. Uh, really, I mean, every everything has its place. Depends uh, uh, what are you doing it for? What are you wanting to achieve? Uh, I mean, uh, as I said, because uh, for unfortunately, unf- I would use the word unfortunate here. Unfortunately, in our music life, art is used for marketing. Unfortunately. But art and music should actually be together and at one point probably it was but right now even today in in the um, really fast world of social media where everything is going up in seconds you're still using art to just uh, get someone to stop and have a look uh, unfortunately because uh, sometimes uh, you miss out great stuff so in trying to do that uh, you are trying to be as quirky as asymmetrical, as gaudy, as colorful, or as whatever it might be, you know, to uh, grab that attention. Uh, I think uh, you might not want to do that and rather want to communicate and say what you want to say through that art, through that design. On that note, I have a surprise for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share something. Mm -hmm. You've already surprised me enough, Gauriji, today. What is your thought about this piece of work? Oh, come on. Where did you get this? This is uh, this childlike, pretty childlike. It seems like some uh, someone has uh, done a childlike painting for a child. And that's what it is. I haven't met your daughter yet, but I see that she's very active and interactive with whenever you're uh, also live very often. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's uh, very, very hands-on, and especially uh, because of the COVID situation, where there's no school and everything is online and practically confined at home, uh, you have to have your antennas and everything up to manage that. And what is her take on your music? I know that the other day she was going this in the background while you were playing. No, that is uh, that is just for those few moments it happened by chance and i was actually on a, a video call with somebody else uh, explaining something else and then she was creating a ruckus in the room and uh, while that uh, person was on a video call with me the connection failed and she came and she was uh, constantly you know doing whatever she was doing behind my back and then because that connection had gone it had disconnected I switched on, I was on the video mode and I just played it and that's what we captured. And that's how it is. It's exactly how it happened. It was not planned. But uh, uh, very rarely I think that she will do something like this because uh, I think right now she is uh, more into dance and uh, for her music is performed and played because you can dance right now. I think she's at that stage. So Everything for her is dance music. If the music is slow, so she will dance slowly. If you're playing something fast, then she has to do some fast steps. So for her music and dance is like, you know, uh, music is only performed or sung or heard. You have to dance. So, so that's guess, the other dimension to your uh, music then? Well, right now it's creating the ruckus dimension, but uh, I, I'm just going with the flow. But I'm enjoying it every moment. Uh, the I was just thinking the other day that the kids, the kind of... Uh, gay abandon they have within them to express themselves. If somewhere she can retain this when she grows up, so whatever she's doing, she will just enjoy doing it. 
somehow we when we grow up we are influenced and we are taught and we are conditioned and we are kind of told the goods and the bad and the yes and the no's and i don't know something happens but this this kind of uh, raw experience of freedom and uh, no inhibitions is something that is very very infectious from a kid because you started as a very young uh, child right uh, yes i started when i was 4 years old uh, learning from my father and i performed when i was 6 so it was pretty young yeah and we hope that you will keep performing for many many years to come and open uh, up for taking some questions now um so anuj is uh, asking if you can give a small design brief uh, by which you can refine and put it to the community mm-hmm. on how you you know where which areas you would require let's say uh, assistance i can imagine even sometimes when you're doing outdoor uh, performances that uh, the backstage and your green room is uh, leaves quite a bit to be uh, you know uh, design wise no i i I'll tell you uh, i mean it's it's fortunate that we have something like the green room but in the olden days there was there were no green rooms i mean I, this is pretty much a western concept with you know the culture of having a green room a conductor's room a master conductor's room a principal uh, musician's room and then they have a community room all that uh, for us we just had a backstage and then stage so it happened to be that the backstage area had this room and they would put out a carpet or a chadar or whatever some tea and biscuits and some snacks would be served you wait till your turn comes on stage so with the design and with people uh, creative people like this i think uh, the opportunity is not just the green room i think the opportunity lies in the aspect of bringing music and art together which i feel is right now you're just using uh, art uses music to just enhance something and music uses art to enhance the other things but somewhere put together it could have that third dimension and that is where i think uh, we should strive towards making there's prachval tyagi here and her question or his question is uh, he's studying about the fourth dimension in form what is your view about the music being a dimension do you believe it and if you do how would you define it wow he's already reached the fourth dimension maybe there's something that he can tell us because i was just talking about the third dimension well a music uh, of course is is one uh, dimension and uh, uh, music uh, is something that i don't know uh, um, which way or how it has come about that in the hindu uh, philosophy and mythology and the scriptures they said that music uh, was the quickest way to reach the divine that's what i heard from people when they said that you know music was one of the quickest way in all the art forms that were there the music was one thing that kind of took you and uh, conveyed your message the quickest so i guess uh, there must be a reason for that and that reason is because of dimensions because every thing that we see or we do is because we see it in two dimensions or three dimensions and as uh, he said that he's learning the fourth dimension and um, everything is about 
how many aspects and how many uh, how how you can break that up into so uh, music definitely is uh, uh, one of those ones which are right up there i don't know whether it takes you quicker to the divine or it takes you quicker down uh, that remains to be seen but uh, music is a way of communicating uh, to you are expressing your feelings and the purest form of music is when what the nature of the musician is from within actually manifests in music because most of the times music and musicians are performers so they are actually putting up an act they're performing they're trying to enhance something that uh, they naturally would have not thought about so the true form of music is when the performer has to not perform the musician is not performing but he's playing the music and the true uh, nature of that person is revealed through that music because i firmly believe in any art form if you actually can dissect all the dimensions of that artwork you probably will know that musician a little better or that artist that little better or the person who has worked on that art a little better um so what's the story behind the painting that you see on his website what is the story behind the thing on your website oh yeah uh, well it has uh, it, it there are many elements to that uh, it's it's like a long uh, thing which was uh, told to me that uh, it's not very website friendly because you have to scroll to see the whole image but actually it should be this way but i said i don't know about the friendliness part of it but then if it's if you have to say the uh, convey the story this way then you better convey it this way so you have to scroll through that whole story and uh, uh, a couple of people were little taken aback with uh, finding my image and goddess ma saraswati's image below they said how how did you put goddess saraswati below you you know and how did you put the other things which are important below you actually the meaning of that was the other way around they are not below you they are the reason why you are seen that is actually the reason why you are even seen on this planet so all those reasons that are necessary for you to be seen are actually when you scroll down and what is that one thing that made you see all that reason and that is my father and my guru which is right up there even little higher than me because if there is no guru that guru is the person who tells you what is the reason that makes you you do this so the guru is right inside your head literally and the reasons for you to be seen are all below you so people don't uh, and of course you i didn't want to explain all this in uh, you know sometimes when you explain all these things you know, the art is lost if if i have to explain it then somewhere uh, the purpose is lost but a lot of people did not get it quite a few people and they felt like oh they just see the positioning saraswati is down i am on top so you're saying that you're above saraswati but uh, they never realized that uh, it's because of saraswati that you are seen because finally you have to scroll down and you can't go any further than that so when you're finished is where you see what is the actual thing so uh, 
there were these small little thoughts that were there and then uh, i wanted it to be uh, the website is like a home in this in the clouds right it's like your home people come and visit your home there so it has to be what you are so i tried to convey that message through both the sitar and the sitar so half of it is sitar at least the color of it and the other half is the sitar but actually the whole thing is the sitar it's just that the half of the sitar is colored in red to denote the sitar so that is another very key thing because uh, i'm not playing anything different or new or something uh, out of the uh, planetary uh, realms of playing sitar so it is the sitar but it's just painted red so these are these small points that you, when you now look at it so all those people and this is good about 7 5 or 5 or 6 years old now so when it was first up there uh, it was a little bit of like a uh, lot of people loved it and some people uh, did not get it uh, which i loved if you don't get it it's good at times which has a question how do you visualize your music do you have a sound or rhythm in your head and does it all come out when you start playing or um... there's no one way that it works so i wouldn't say that there's this like i have to have a rhythm or a melody or a sound in mind and then it comes out so this uh, it works both ways so sometimes uh, you do have a certain sound that you have in mind and then with that sound you create a certain melody and many other times uh, for example when i was scoring music for film i had the story to say i knew the story the narrative so there was no sound as such of course there was a soundscape but now i was going to say that this story is there in the film and song comes here so i have to create a melody which says this story so it works both ways so some people have already also mentioned that they made sketches of you etc and i think they are linking up with samira so you shall receive them soon the sketches of what the oh, website performing. no you performing uh, i think in pune uh, okay please send me also please would there be a message that you would like to give to uh, the design community oh no please i mean i don't give messages to even uh, my own daughter i receive messages from her so i don't want to give messages to uh, my daughter is only four and a half so i guess you guys are a little older than that so rather you give me some ideas and messages and uh, through messages some ideas of how we can um, make art and music coexist and create the third fourth fifth there was another question that uh, do you know of other musicians who also use art Uh, for their work are you aware of them other musicians yes uh, well i i know of one thing for sure uh, i don't know if all uh, other musicians have been lucky enough to have access to people like i did but they would definitely uh, they could do with great design they could do with help with designs and art and stuff the uh, problem is that not having access to that doesn't mean that they don't appreciate it i don't know them personally good and uh, the people who i know personally uh, i know that they uh, probably don't have access to someone who they can uh, approach to and 
would like to but one thing's for sure everybody is looking for great photographs that they are taken at live shows and sometimes the artist carry their own personal photographer but i have never done that but uh, so that they capture some good emotions and uh, snaps for publicity and stuff like that so i guess they are always looking uh, at something which uh, they know that uh, has not been captured for them yeah so there are, most musicians are looking for that if if I'm, if there is i haven't met a musician who says that i don't want to be photographed so if there is a musician who says that then that person probably doesn't care about art but if that per, if anybody says oh can you can you have can i have a photograph means that person cares about wanting to know how he or she is being seen yes we have a couple of them together as well i know that <laughs> there's a very nice question uh, from vivek uh-huh. uh, he's asking uh, he's saying it's a cliche question but what's on your playlist what's on my playlist oh you have to uh, you have to from a to z from uh, uh, it starts with acdc to badegla wali khansa to everything so it's uh, i listen to uh, i have at least i don't listen to necessarily but i have it on my playlist so it's it's a very very mixed bag i right now i also on my playlist have some uh, children songs uh, of uh, different versions of children songs but uh, i listen to almost everything from the one thing that i haven't heard much is uh, the hip hop kind of material that has come out in the last 15 20 years is i've not been exposed to that kind of material yet but other, apart from that i have almost heard it great i think uh, we've almost talked for an hour and we did yes it's uh, we started it's at 5 and it's almost 6 now perfect but i think everybody enjoyed your talk and the answers and the hope that uh, you know there is a lot that we can do also in the future to bring art and music together but also aspects of design are involved in that and i'm sure that there are lots of designers here who would like to connect and do things with you thank you so much uh, gauri ji for having me and thank you all for uh, listening to whatever little i had to say and uh, uh, thank you for having me here thinking about that i could uh, be part of this but uh, i love artwork i love design and i i think i love music too so i think when all these factors come together i would love that too thank you so very much thank you thank you everybody for being here this evening taking out time on your friday evening and i hope to see you again soon for another me or any of my colleagues uh, from the adi amdabad chapter to uh, listen to more interesting people and what design can mean to them and what we can mean to other people so uh, let's take this forward every month we will be back with a new innovator innovator and uh, completely you know different uh it may be a dentist at some point and it may be uh, uh a fireman at some point but it will be different and it will have some impact and connection with design so see you then please be with us and join adi let's grow this community again uh be part of it and be active thank you so much <laughs>